and welcome. We're the Pandemic Professors. With puppies. Coming to you pre-recorded. Using Zoom. 12 miles apart. With face masks at the ready. I'm Dr. Bowers. And I'm Dr. Barfield. And we're here with you now for connection. Comedy. And comfort. Do you remember your first semester teaching? Yes, I was so nervous walking into the classroom for the first time. I thought I had to have everything planned out and done perfectly. I know, and I was so worried my students would know that I wasn't a genius. Talk about imposter syndrome. I can't imagine trying to do that right now during the pandemic. Everything is so unknown and up in the air, especially for those teaching as part-time faculty members. Aren't they called adjunct faculty? They are, and today we'll be talking to Camille, who will be starting as an adjunct faculty member in the fall. So Camille, will this be your first time teaching as an adjunct professor? Yes. It's going to be the first time, so I'm a little bit nervous. I think because of my previous experiences with teaching in the role of student, there is, I think, a little bit more protection as a student sometimes when you're teaching because you have faculty to support you who understand that maybe this is your first time or if you're having issues with students. It's pretty streamlined exactly who you talk to about that. What do you do if, if this happens? If you want to consult, it feels a little bit more guided. It's interesting to feel like I'm, I'm growing up a little bit. And so putting on my big adjunct, <laughs> my adjunct professor shoes is a little anxiety provoking, but also something I'm really excited about because I think with being an adjunct, there's a little bit more freedom in what I can teach. What are some of the things that you're most excited about? Well, my previous experiences with teaching, I taught intro to psychology, which is a bunch of information and usually students who aren't psychology majors. I remember having a lot of nursing students and a lot of students from other disciplines as well who just were curious about psychology and just kind of wanting to see what it was all about. And there was just lots of students. So I'm excited to be teaching a higher level course and students who are more than likely psychology majors. And so they're a bit more tuned in to what's happening. They seem to be a little bit more interested in the material. I feel better as well. So I'm equally excited about organizing the syllabus and sort of getting the semester laid out. But there are obviously some challenges to that with COVID and what's happening, trying to prioritize folks' safety. What are some of those challenges and how do you plan to meet them? When I was teaching in the past, I enjoyed the in-person feel and being able to see people's facial reactions. The students definitely let you know if they're into it or not. I liked that. So I'm very nervous about how this may look in practice in the fall. I haven't been assigned a classroom yet. I don't know if all of my students will be able to fit in the classroom. I don't know if I'm going to have to account for some people maybe watching on Zoom while some people are in person. I'm very concerned about how to make the material exciting and get folks engaged, but also respecting the fact that there's a lot happening in the world right now and folks are getting sick, people are dying, and people have just so many other concerns and things to worry about. It's hard to navigate that line. What are some of the ways that you anticipate navigating that line for yourself and for your students? Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. The students, I think, are easier to, to think about than myself, interestingly. I've thought about things like 
attendance policies and how to make those pretty loose and being very clear with the students that I understand what's going on. Their safety is my priority and my top concern. I don't feel comfortable with things like, you know, well, if you miss two classes, then that's it. Those sort of rules and really strict guidelines. I don't think those things are helpful right now. Not for me and certainly not for them. For myself, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. Well, I guess I can say I've recently stocked up on masks. <laughs> That's what I've been doing for myself. I ordered some surgical masks. But I am personally trying to stay off campus so I won't be having office hours on campus. I'm pretty much following whatever the university guidelines are. I'm just rolling with it for, for right now. But yeah, just communicating to them that their safety is really important to me. And also, it's okay to just keep me posted and let me know what's going on. I plan on getting some feedback from the students about the syllabus and how the semester is looking. So I may do some sort of ranking where I ask them what's most interesting to you and just kind of see where the chips fall. It's been pretty challenging thinking about assignments and it's much easier in person to just say, oh, we're gonna have a presentation. I actually wanted them to do a group project. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure both of you can probably remember being in undergrad and having awful group project experiences in person. So I can't imagine trying to get people together on like Zoom. I'm getting creative. So thinking back to your experience as a student, what are some of the things that were positive in your classes that you took that you're looking to involve in your current classes? I really enjoy feeling connected to material outside of what's in the textbooks. I think I do a pretty good job of keeping up with like pop culture and what's going on in the world. When I was teaching intro, I would put memes on my PowerPoints and people seemed to react really well to that. A few people I think were just surprised that I knew what was going on and I didn't know if I should be offended by that. Like how old do you think I am? I enjoyed feeling like the in instructors or professors were reading the room and able to connect with their expertise was to where we were developmentally and what we might find interesting and unique ways to bring the material to life. I'm going to try to do that to the best of my ability. It's just so difficult to try to think about doing that in an online virtual format. It's just so easy to get distracted and folks are going to have roommates. Everyone can't zoom into class from the library at the same time. Internet connections going in and out and just all kinds of things just trying to be flexible with myself because I've appreciated that from instructors as well. Even just this past semester, a couple of my professors were like, okay, so we had these plans, but we've got to make some changes. What do you guys think about that? Are you okay with the changes? Are you at all concerned about what happens when things go wrong? What happens if COVID-19 spikes and we become a hotspot? Are you concerned about knowing what to do? I'm just kind of figuring things out as they go. I definitely don't want to be blindsided by anything, but I'm also flexible <laughs> in understanding that everyone is navigating COVID and how to make adjustments and everything is, is not the way that it was in the past. Just being understanding about that as well and trying not to annoy anybody with millions of questions. <laughs> Even without COVID-19, professors always, I think, have to be flexible. So how do you plan to approach that when something doesn't go your way, either because of the virus or because it's your first time or just because things just don't go well sometimes? 
I think it's important to be gentle with myself about this being a newer experience for me. And so I think it's important for me to keep that in mind as I'm going through things. I think it also will depend on the situation and what's happening. I do like to be pretty transparent with students when I'm teaching, when they have concerns or things are going on or an assignment or something's not making sense or people don't do well on an exam or on a quiz. Being gentle with myself about that. And also there are a few folks that I could contact for some some support and questions and who I know would be able to kind of help me out and, and figure out how to navigate that in the best way possible. One thing that I want to talk about is COVID-19. And you mentioned some of my students may be in the classroom. Some of them may be online. Yes. And that's, I'm trying not to be very anxious about that, but that is actually causing me quite a bit of anxiety. I like to think of myself as conscientious. So the idea of finding out a week or two before classes, what the final verdict is going to be is just very nerve wracking to me because I'd like to know right now <laughs> what to anticipate and how to organize things. But I will say it is a little stressful not to know that's exactly where I'm going with this. Everybody seems to be talking about stress and anxiety and COVID brain. It's a real thing. Your students are also going to be feeling that. What do you think about not being in person or the unknown or a hybrid model or trying to reach some of these individuals over Zoom? Since we're in a rural area, I think a lot about students who don't have access to internet or reliable internet, students who borrow materials and resources that are available on campus, students who rely on the librarian being able to go there or computer labs and things like that. I'm not exactly sure how I plan to approach or navigate that, making it clear to them that I'm aware that everyone's situation is different and everyone has different things that they're also juggling in addition to my course and understanding and being transparent that for many people it is not their top priority and that can't really be a surprise to me. So I think open and honest, transparent dialogue is probably going to be my approach. That's usually my approach to pretty much everything. You know, I think you said it so well, that open and honest dialogue with your students is where we can start. I'm very impressed with where you are getting ready for the semester. I think the concerns that you expressed are what we're all feeling, even those of us who have been teaching for a while. I really am excited and I, I do just want the students to know that, yes, this is interesting material to me and I'm passionate about it and I'm interested in it and I hope it makes them interested as well. I couldn't imagine being in undergrad right now and trying to learn and, and connect. One of the best things that I enjoyed about being an undergrad student was interacting with other students. And I think that I'm pretty cool in person. I don't know how I'm going to translate being cool on Zoom. I don't know how I'm going to do that. I think you're doing a pretty good job of it right now. Thank you. Pretty cool on Zoom. I'm going to have to share my screen memes with them, I guess, or something. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today as our guest and for sharing your sensitivity and sharing your story. We really appreciate you coming and, and talking to us about that. No problem. Thank you guys so much for having me. There are many ways to contact us and we want to hear from you. You can go to our website, pandemicprofessors.wordpress.com and look for the link that says, click here to leave us a voice message. Or you can email us, pandemicprofessors at gmail.com. 
Send us an idea for a podcast episode. Drop us a note of encouragement. Or send a shout out to someone you're missing. And we may even put it on the air. Pandemic Professors is a podcast on belonging and connection in the midst of the coronavirus. Hosted by Dr. West Bowers. And Dr. Sterling Barfield. We bring together the community of the New River Valley for conversations, comedy, and comfort.